This is Our Universe with Aurelian Balan. Most people carry a cell phone on them or close to them the majority of the day. I would even guess that when you're sleeping, your cell phone is either in bed with you or within a few feet of you. We already know about the consequences of spending too much time in front of a screen, how certain wavelengths of high-energy light from a screen can disrupt sleep and concentration. But what about the radiation that we can't see that's coming from our phone? You know, the one that lets us make a call uh, or stream videos. Specifically, cell phones emit and receive radio waves and microwaves. There is a range of frequencies used by cell phone providers, but around 850 megahertz is a common band. Doing a quick calculation, we see that those waves are around one foot long. Waves that are that big are considered non-ionizing waves. A non-ionizing wave is a wave that cannot break the chemical bond in DNA or strike a cell with so much energy that it causes direct damage. In general, the longer a wave is, the less energy it packs. On the other hand, even a single X-ray photon or even UV photon can cause cell damage since their wavelengths are so short and they pack so much energy. If you have a large amount of microwaves, it's possible for non-ionizing radiation to heat up objects. This is the concept behind your microwave oven, which runs at a power of around 1,000 watts, but is shielded to protect you. On the other hand, your cell phone's output is around 1 watt. So in theory, you're getting a small amount of energy that passes into your body and if absorbed will heat up your body ever so slightly, a very tiny amount. However, this amount of radiation is likely insignificant. Remember, you're already receiving more dangerous radiation every day just from living on Earth. Gamma rays from the sun strike you in small amounts every moment. Radioactive decay from rocks send electrons and more gamma rays flying at your face and body. You deal with this on a daily basis. Your body can handle it in small doses. More serious cases we cannot handle. For instance, if you have elevated radon levels in your basement and haven't taken steps to improve basement air quality, that's a talk for another day. Despite the fact that there's very little power associated with your cell phone output, it's still important to note that the time we've studied cell phone use is not sufficient to say conclusively that the radiation coming from them does not harm us, especially since we press them against our heads. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention states that there is no scientific evidence that provides a definite answer to whether or not cell phones cause cancer. Some organizations recommend caution in cell phone use, and more research is needed before we know if using cell phones causes health effects. So even with years of research, there is still no clear answer on the health effects of cell phone use. A couple of recent government studies, one in rats and one in mice, suggest that if there is any risk, it is small. Paradoxically, the studies also found some DNA damage in the exposed animals. As with anything, it's probably best to take common sense steps. Don't sleep with your phone next to you. Use speakerphone more often. Shut your Wi-Fi off at bedtime and just put your phone down and go outside. It's good for you. My name is Aurelian Ballant, and I'm an associate professor of physics at Delta College. Tune in next week for more about our universe. Our universe is a production of Delta College Quality Public Radio.